Friends in Christ, in this Lenten season, we have heard our Lord's call to struggle against sin, death, and the devil, all that keeps us from loving God and each other. This is the struggle to which we were called at baptism. Within the community of the church, God never wearies of forgiving sin and giving the peace of reconciliation. On this night, let us confess our sin against God and our neighbor and enter the celebration of the th great three days, reconciled with God and with one another. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal. For self-centered living and for failing to walk with humility and gentleness. For longing to have what is not ours and for hearts that are not at rest with ourselves. for misuse of human relationships, and for unwillingness to see the image of God in others. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. For jealousies that divide families and nations, and for rivalries that create strife and warfare. for reluctance in sharing the gifts of God and for carelessness with the fruits of creation. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. For hurtful words that condemn and for angry deeds that harm. for idleness in witnessing to Jesus Christ and for squandering the gifts of love and grace. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sin. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're invited to move to the baptismal font for the individual laying on of hands.
we glory in the cross of Christ, for he is our salvation, our life, and our resurrection. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Eternal God, in the sharing of a meal, your Son established a new covenant for all people, and in the washing of feet, he showed us the dignity of service. Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these signs of our life in faith may speak again to our hearts, feed our spirits, and refresh our bodies. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. reading from Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month shall mark for you in the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the 10th of this month they are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of the people who eat it. This is how you shall eat it. Your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both human beings and animals. On all of the deities of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague shall destroy you while I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. Word of God, word of life.
reading from 1 Corinthians. For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Word of God, word of life. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. And Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet but is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet and put on his robe and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your teacher and Lord, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash the feet of one another. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you,
Life is all arrivals and departures. This is a saying I heard once, and immediately the image of an airport came to mind as a microcosm of existence. Maybe think of a place like O'Hare International Airport, where more than 83 million passengers traveled through in 2018. Imagine all the different faces and bodies representative of the diversity of humans and our interactions, the arguments, the tears, the laughter, the grimaces, the embraces, the smiles, all against the backdrop of the force of movement of planes and trains and cars and other bodies. Life is all arrivals and departures. The opening scene of the movie, Love Actually, shows snapshots of these types of interactions as the narrator muses. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinions starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed. But I don't see that. It seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. The scene in this movie captures a glimpse of what love looks like. The impact of Jesus' arrival on earth, God breaking into our world and taking on flesh, was more earth-shaking than all the jets that have ever landed. But tonight, we land with Jesus and the disciples in the moments before his departure. The evening of the Last Supper is fraught with emotions as the disciples sense that this chapter of their lives is ending. After this meal, their remaining time together will be disjointed. But here, in this moment, Jesus has their undivided attention one last time. And with this opportunity, he chooses to teach one final lesson. The most important thing he wants to convey in this last real teaching moment is love one another as I have loved you. Elsewhere in the Bible, in Isaiah and in Romans, we read, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But I wonder if Jesus beheld beauty when he washed the feet of Judas. Judas, who already had one foot out the door on the way to betray Jesus to the point of death. I wonder if he beheld beauty when he washed the feet of Peter. Peter, who couldn't seem to help constantly sticking his foot in his mouth, even on this very important night. It's hard to love those we are in community with, those we bump up against on a regular basis. One commentator states, the history of the church and of individual communities of faith suggests that to love one another may be the most difficult thing Jesus could have asked. What Jesus does here is not talk abstractly of a generic concept of love. He doesn't even spell out an ethic of love but he engages in a very particular embodied act of love. Jesus models great humility, vulnerability, and care as he departs from social norms and takes on the role of a foot-washing servant. He calls the disciples to follow in his footsteps in anticipation of his departure. He says, where I am going, you cannot come. But I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. The ending scene 
of Love Actually returns to the airport where once again scenes of love and affection are shown. But they begin to splinter off into small and smaller boxes until the whole screen is filled with hundreds of these scenes. Scenes of embodied love. This is what love looks like. This is what Jesus says love looks like. The culmination of hundreds, millions of individual, intimate encounters that say, I love you, even when it's challenging. Love is all arrivals and departures. Tonight we wash one another's feet, not as a symbol, but as a tangible act of love for one another. Tonight we wash one another's feet to embody and extend the great love that God has for each of us. Tonight we feast and remember the arrival of Christ in our midst. We grieve Christ's impending departure. And we await Christ's return. Amen. Tonight we act out the meaning of our baptism through foot washing. Yes, it's a little awkward, maybe even a little embarrassing, yet this is a safe place. And here we remind one another that Christ is present in our bodies, whether broken, whether healthy, aging, frail, abused, ill, or differently abled. In this ritual, there's a certain vulnerability asked of us to allow our bodies, our feet, to be touched, perhaps by a stranger. Yet if you're willing, I invite you to take a risk tonight and through these next two days in the various rituals we will share. For through these rituals, our bodies learn the heart of our faith, Christ's love poured out for the world. There are four foot washing stations, one here and there and two in the center of the church. You may take off your shoes and socks at your pew and move to one of the stations. When a chair is open, take a place and you'll have your feet gently washed and then you'll do the same for someone else. We keep it very simple. You just pour a little water on the feet and then dry it with a towel. And while we do that, we will all encourage one another through the singing of hymns and songs.
gathered around the cross and sustained by Christ's boundless love, we pray for the church, those in need, and all of God's creation. Holy One, you bow down to serve your people. By your love and mercy, shape us to reflect our Lord's self-giving example of service to others. Hear us, O God. You provide an abundance of food from your creation. Lead us into equitable ways of distribution and gather households together so that no one's table is lacking. Hear us, O God. Your son washed the feet of and ate with the ones who would deny and betray him. Transform the world by reconciling enemies to one another and overcoming evil with love. Hear us, O God. You listen to the cries of your people and mercifully attend to them. Use us to feed the hungry, shelter the homeless, heal the sick, and welcome the lonely and outcast. Bring comfort to all who grieve the loss of safe and sacred places due to fire and natural disasters, violence, and hatred. Hear us, O God. You announce the promise of deliverance through the people of your first covenant. Bring joy to the Passover celebration of our Jewish siblings and lead us to proclaim your goodness together. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We give thanks for Blessed Mary, the apostles, and all the saints, that together with them we may pass over from death to life and celebrate the great and promised feast. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Gracious God, as a mother hen, you gather us into one body in Christ. Gather these prayers for the sake of the crucified and risen one, Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. our great delight and joy to gather as the people of God to celebrate the three days of Jesus' death and resurrection, the Triduum, the great Easter three days. So a welcome to all of you. As you can tell, we move throughout the church and use our bodies through the three days and especially for this service tonight. Next, we're going to sing a hymn from the Philippines, which I affectionately call the Mother Hen Hymn. It uses that lovely image that we also used in the season of Lent, so we were able to practice it on the second Sunday of Lent and sing it very, very strongly tonight. Following that, we're going to gather close together, like chicks under a hen's wings, we might say, all around the altar, including all the space behind it and up here. And then after we have our great Thanksgiving, the elements will be served to you. You'll just turn around and return to your seats. Let us now continue as we sing the Mother Hen
Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, whose suffering and death gave salvation to all. You gather your people around the tree of the cross, transforming death into life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Blessed are you, O living God, sovereign of time and space. You bring forth bread from the earth and fruit from the vine. Your word leads us across the sea to freedom. And you have carried us together to these holy three days. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, O living God, for your glory revealed in Jesus Christ. He is our servant who washes our feet with love. He is our lamb whose blood takes away our sin. He is our host at this meal, offering us the cup of salvation. Blessed be God forever. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Blessed be God for the bread of life. Blessed be God for the bread of life. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Blessed be God for the cup of salvation. Blessed be God for the cup of salvation. Blessed are you, O living God, for the gift of your loving spirit. Fill this meal with the life of your Son. Make us servants of one another and of everyone in need. Bring us with all your people to the joy of the resurrection. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. When we eat this bread and drink from this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes.
Let us pray. Lord Jesus, in a wonderful sacrament, you strengthen us with the saving power of your suffering, death, and resurrection. May this sacrament of your body and blood so work in us that the fruits of your redemption will show forth in the way we live. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.